Welcome to another episode of Gooch Live. We are here. It's a pregame show. Obviously, the Toronto Maple Leafs will be taking on the Edmonton Oilers tonight. That is going to be Matthews versus McDavid. We're really excited about that. But first, before we get into that, I just want to talk to you a little bit about, obviously, uh, what's going on with COVID. Yesterday, I learned... 37 NFL players uh, tested positive for COVID. So this is not just an NHL story that we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks. Omicron has taken over in the general public, but for the NFL, there was only one that tested positive with Omicron. So what does that mean? As this goes deeper into society and into the players. Will it be an overwhelming explosion of this variant? We will talk about that over the next couple of weeks, as I mentioned. But uh, the one question is going to be, what's going to go on with the uh, Olympics? And I will ask my good friend and producer, Jordan LaRoche, that as he comes up. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jordan LaRoche. Hey, Gooch. How you doing, buddy? Quite well, quite well. Hey, listen, It's uh, tomorrow is lunch with Gooch and friends. I'm really excited. We're going to be pulling off our three-camera shoot. And Mr. Paul Rosen will be joining us. He's going to be announcing his new book called Never Give Up. Uh, I had a chance to read the foreword. I didn't write the foreword. Uh, Roger Lajoie put the book together, did an amazing job on the foreword and just knowing what's in the book. I'm pretty excited to read it. And as you know, I'm not a big reader, but because I'm in it, I got to read it. Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I, I'm not a huge reader either, but I'll, I'll definitely be giving it a read. Oh, fantastic! Uh, it, it'd be a good chance, good chance to see Rosie again tomorrow. Haven't spoke, haven't seen him in, in quite a bit, so was going to catch up with him. Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen. Obviously, uh, there are a lot of things going on. We're going to talk a little bit about the NHL, of course. Most importantly, the Leafs uh, versus Edmonton Oilers tonight. We know that uh, Calgary has gone into t- three more players today. So that is a a really desperate situation. And of course, around the NHL, it's over 14 players today have been put into uh, COVID protocol. Now, that doesn't mean they've tested positive and they may be asymptomatic. So it's not not all of these young men are getting sick. But the fact that they have it, are they passing it on to their families, their friends and whoever they're socializing with? And I was just listening to a couple of uh, top, top uh, people, uh, sports journalists talking about are they going to pause as we go through this next little wave or will they think of somehow doing bubbles situations where the players have to maybe stay at their hotels uh what are your thoughts right now i mean again we 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 we, we don't really know for sure the nhl likes to keep everything pretty close to the chest on this kind of stuff but i mean it's not a great sign and it's going to have big implications later in the year uh with the olympics but Again, just right now, it's not a great scene. And we're all worried about these guys. They're not necessarily all being tested positive. Um, a lot of them can be like close contacts and uh, just being around, being very close to people who who have tested positive. So, um, so it's, just, it's just something we got to keep an eye out moving over moving over the next month or so. 
right? But Jordan, there were 123 positive tests in, in the NHL so far this season. That's a lot. Yeah. And what's really incredible about, we haven't heard of any of them being extremely sick, but what you've said, and it's very important to understand as we go forward, how long does it take a player, even if they have mild symptoms, how long does it get take? Cause they're, they're supposed to be out 10 days, right? If they yeah. tested positive uh, for any reason, they're out for 10 days. And you know, at this level, 10 days is a lot of time. You know, you may miss two or three games and that can really catch up to you. All right. Uh, let's move away from that right now because we're going to be talking about it a lot. We're going to be talking about it with the Olympics. I had a good chance to talk with Peter Young about that. I'm going to get him on. He's got a very, very candid opinion on what's going on out there and what we should be doing. My opinion right now, I'm going to give you my opinion. Right now, I think the Olympics should be taken off the table. There shouldn't even be more discussion about it. Let's worry about now. Calgary's going to have to make up these games. There'll be three games minimally. Where are they going to put them? So that means even if they shut down for a month, they're going to have to move them to the end of the year. Then it makes more complications. But, of course, we don't know what direction. So I'm saying stop thinking about the uh, Olympics and focus on this league. Really quickly, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm on the same kind of boat as you. I mean, just every day that kind of goes by now, I'm less and less confident that the NHL is going to be going. And yeah, it sucks, but it's what it's the best of a of a bad situation. Listen, nobody more than you and I and our whole entire Gooch Live production crew and, of course, the hockey news. We want the Olympics and we want oh, yeah. the NHL players there. There's no question. And I'm not I'm not a naysayer and I'm not negative about it, but we do have to be realistic. It's here, it's now, and let's see where it takes us over the next uh, week or so. All right. You know what it is tonight? It's McDavid versus Matthews. Forget, oh, and Hyman's not playing, and Marner isn't either, I'm told. So th- that kind of equals itself out. So who will be top dog tonight, Matthews or McDavid? Let's not talk about scores. Let's not talk about anybody other than they, those two. Who will shine tonight? I I, I just have this gut feeling that McDavid is just going to come out tonight with uh, another, uh, another kind of energy that we haven't seen from him. I mean, the team's lost five in a row. They've had a couple of days off uh, on top of that. So I, I think they've had a really good chance to kind of reset over the last, I think, three or four days since they last played. And, I mean, I just think it's going to be the McDavid show tonight. And so uh, I'm I'm absolutely with you. I have to agree with you. I just think they're back at home. They're ready. The, obviously, the Toronto Maple Leafs bring in a different energy to the rink. There's going to be a lot of Maple Leaf fans there. I, I saw a lot of tweets of Calgary fans being very disappointed that the Leafs aren't going to make it there. They were already brought out their blue and white jerseys and stuff. So there are a lot of... Uh, Leaf fans, no matter where you go. So I think the energy in the building is just going to be electric. And we all know that Mr. McDavid and all those top players, Matthews too, to some degree, but it just seems when McDavid is in that zone and there's that excitement, that electricity, that engagement, there's nobody better at this particular moment. Yeah. And, you know, the, 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 just special times for when guys like McDavid can kind of really show off their, 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 their grit, their willingness to kind of come back. I mean, like we said, this team is struggling right now. Uh, they're going into tonight without Zach Hyman, who's been probably the, their best winger all year. Yep. Um, so, again, just nothing to watch out for. But, I mean, it, it's hard to go against guys like Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Well, in the goaltenders, uh, I, obviously, I got to bring that to you. You are our goaltender expert when Paul's not around. So, 
let's get right into that because that's going to, with those two dynamic players, McDavid and of course Matthews, let's not forget Dreisaitl. He's a very formative player too, probably one, two, three. Those guys are one A, one B, one C on any given night. Uh, John Tavares is playing very well for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. So I'm just, uh, I'm thinking that it's going to be a goaltender's duel. It, you know, these goaltenders, obviously Jack Campbell holds a little bit better statistically, but Koskinen has been somewhat of a surprise in my me, my eye. Yeah. And, you know, it's the, overall, the Leafs do have the bit of an advantage there. But at the same time, I mean, uh, you, you play the hot hand, and Koskinen is playing really well, really good hockey right now. But I mean, it is going to be a deciding factor in this game. Both these teams are really explosive offensives. And, you know, if, if Koskinen can kind of keep up with, with, with Matthews and uh, Campbell with McDavid, I think we're gonna have a really good game, but I, I think regardless, it will be a I get a three two three three the four three that kind of score. All right, don't do your prediction yet. We're gonna get that right yeah, at yeah. the end. Here's what I want to say. I've looked at all the stats. I talked to uh, Gene Principe, who's unavailable today because there's been so much going on. I tried to get James Murphy just to make a comment. These guys in the journalism business right now, they're overwhelmed. Obviously, in Boston, three te- three players tested positive and one of them was Marshawn. So I know that uh, James is writing a big story about that. But when you look at the stats tonight for the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Edmonton Oilers, they're very, very similar teams, which is surprising when you think about it. When you think about goals against our three uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers, it's 3.08. It's a little bit high. The Leafs are 2.55. Okay, so it's it's close. But goals for the Edmonton Oilers are not that far ahead with having the dynamic duo at 3.38. And, of course, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs are 3.21. And then when you go to the penalty killing and the power play, they're almost dead dead even. So I think it's either who plays better between McDavid and Matthews, and then it comes down to the goaltending, Kostinen against Campbell. Yeah, but we were talking about that a little bit yesterday. I mean, what you said about uh, the goals per game – uh, right now, it is kind of that that top five um, with, with McDavid, Drysaddle, Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, uh, Pugliarvi, and, and Zach Hyman, who are really kind of carrying the way for this team. The, 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 those bottom five, bottom six players just aren't really carrying their, their own weight right now. I mean, in that four group alone, a, after that group, it's Zach Cashin with nine points in twenty two games. True, Vogel eight points, and Yamamoto six points. So it, it, they've if Toronto can find a way to shut somehow shut down uh, the, 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 that, those top two lines, I, I, the, they are going to have the advantage tonight. Hey, Jordan, these are the numbers. These are crazy when you think about it. Leon Dreisaitl, 45 points. 45 <laughs> points. And the nearest one to him from the Toronto Maple Leafs is Austin Matthews with 31 points. And then you go to goals. You, you always think, you know, we're talking about how, uh, you know, uh, Matthews has come on and, you know, he's having a strong season. He's at 18 goals. Drysdale's got 23. It's just, and somebody say, well, he's always playing with McDavid. That's not true. They break him up a lot. They're maybe on the power play, of course, but yet the power play uh, percentages are very close. Hey, listen, Marty Roberts joining in from the Fired Up Network saying hello. Always love getting your comments. Edmonton's goaltending has struggled. And then your father, all the way from Thailand, I think he's drinking the wrong tea. Flurry in net. 
in Edmonton soon. All right, we I mean, got why the, not? Why not? We got to touch on it. Do you think that I know we've talked about it before? We're gonna we're gonna ask Paul Rosen tomorrow when we got him on talking about his book, uh, what his thoughts are. He loves Marc Andre Fleury as we do too, and the Chicago Blackhawks. And I think you mentioned it; they're starting to play better. Wow, would you would you even think about him leaving Chicago and going to Edmonton? I mean, maybe just because, you know, he, he's not going to be their goalie for the future. They got a young guy there and Kevin Lankinen, who's been been pretty respectable over his like the short little two year career. But again, I, I think at this point, Chicago does need to look a little bit in the for the future. I mean, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. I mean, they're certainly not going to make a run uh, deep in the playoffs at the very least. So, um, you know, I, I've seen crazier things happen in this league. Sure. Well, I've, t- I've said it. You've heard it here from me. I'm And I- I'm going to ask Brent Silpel next time we get on it, as we get closer to the trade deadline, if the Chicago Blackhawks are not going to make the playoffs, it's not going to allow them to have another season that they're going to progress, right? Because they don't have a lot of a lot of uh, young players uh, that that are going to advance and they have assets. We've talked about it. Jonathan Taves, of course, and Patrick Kane. When it gets closer to the trade deadline, do they move them? And I apologize that we're getting off uh, the uh, the uh, the Toronto uh, Edmonton story for just a second. But your father saying that Flurry there. I think those three. I'm going to say two of the three are not going to be a Chicago Blackhawk if they do not show signs of improvement. Uh, there will be two of them are going. I'm not yeah, going to say yeah. which yet. I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards, you know, Patrick Kane be the lone one staying as well. Um, just because I, I think he's going to be the, probably the hardest one to move with that big. Actually, no, I think him and Taze are on the same deal. I, yeah, they're yeah they're very similar. So never mind. Forget, forget what I just said. I mean, that's all right. Uh, I'm going, I'm leaning with uh, probably Taze. This is, I think he's going to be the hardest to move. Yeah. Um, you know, m- missing all last year and, you know, having a, a bit of a slow start this year as well. I, I just think that Patrick Kane, you get, you get a law for and same for Flurry. Well, you put you put any one of those three on a new club that's advancing and has a bunch of other veterans. I'll tell you what, you're not going to go wrong at all. All right, let's get into the Leafs uh, today. We've seen the Leafs struggle against better teams recently. You brought it up, Minnesota four uh, three, Winnipeg Jets who are up against Buffalo tonight uh, laid a beating. And you know what, six three, it, it it was a beating. And one of the things that I found really good is that Neil Pionk has come out and said. He deserved more as far as it was a dumb mistake by him and he regrets the fact that he stuck his knee out. What a classy move. You know, a lot of guys just wave it off, but he's been classy to say that. And then, of course, the Leafs lost to the Lightning uh, 5-3. Talk to me about that. Um, Is this team poised to play against better offensive teams uh, like Edmonton now, of course, with McDavid and Dreisaitl, specifically not only their D, defensemen or the defensive core, but also the way they play defense. I mean, it's going to be tough. And, you know, the, the, the biggest issue here is just the turnovers. I mean, the, 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 the least decor, uh, the two guys who, who lead the team of giveaways right now are Jake Muzzin and Morgan Riley. Uh, it, it's just a, like, you, you need those guys to kind of be a little more careful with the puck, uh, be a little more, uh, decide, better decisive, better decisions. Jeez. Yep. Uh, and, I, I I I think they go nowhere with, with, with the kind of way they're playing right now. But granted, we see Morgan Riley be able to turn these things around. He, he's having a pretty good offensive year as well. I mean, it's just a matter of uh, uh, 
almost designing your game against who you play against against a yep. team like Tampa Bay. You're not going to be as kind of free flowing. You're going to be dumping the puck a little bit more, uh, trying to get in on the forecheck a little more as well. So yep. maybe we see that a little bit more tonight with, uh, with Connor McDavid, who has 24 takeaways this year. Um, you know, it's just, I mean, it, 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 it could be trouble for, uh, for the Leafs if they kind of have that kind of free flowing offense that we've seen. Jordan, I can tell you right now, uh, Riley did not sleep last night with the <laughs> the nightmare of the moves that are going to come on him from our friend McDavid. We, we, of we course, saw a couple years ago, and he yeah, hasn't been the same since. So. No, yeah, you know what? That's a it's a big psychic psychic oh, yeah. uh, against a defenseman when you get beat that badly. Hey, listen, uh, Rusmus Sandin is not in the lineup tonight. Of course, he's still dealing with his injuries. You've mentioned here you're liking him. Talk to me about him because he has been one of those defensemen that we that we haven't heard a lot about. And now all of a sudden this year, he's certainly taking a front role. Unfortunately, he's injured at this moment. Well, yeah, when we talk about defense, like, I mean, the the, the, the best defensemen aren't really uh, that noticeable on the ice. And I mean, Sandin's just kind of been a, a typical model of that. He's been skating really well. He's he's leading the team in expected goals per 60 minutes. That essentially takes in all of all these different thousands, different points of data on, uh, on shot effectiveness, uh, high scoring chances. And, you know the the fact that he's he's leading leading this this really studded team offensively in that uh, is a really encouraging sign. And then number three on the on the other side, which expected goals against, um, which is essentially the same thing but on you. So yeah, uh, he, he's taking away a lot of chances while creating a ton of chances for his team. That's basically what that means. And I mean, with, with him out of the lineup, you kind of worry wonder if they have the guys that can kind of keep up with the McDavid's and the Drysidles of this world. I am just thinking that uh, tonight we'll see a few turnstiles on that oh. Leafs blue line. You okay? Yeah, you guys delayed for me. Okay, no worries. Listen, here we're going to see some turnstiles tonight on the blue line for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Muzzin and Hall have been, I would say, at the best, disappointing. Uh, your thoughts on their, their feet yeah. movement? They're they're just they don't have fast feet. Uh, they're really, you know what? Muzzin gets his body in there. You know he's not afraid. But you're going to try and have to catch McDavid's of the world, and and I just don't see them being able to take on uh, the speed that the Edmonton Oilers have tonight. Yeah, and that, that physical game, I mean, we've seen guys like Jacob Trubu kind of stepped up their physical game, but at a certain point, you're going to get burned. And when you're, when you're, going, when you're stepping in for a hit on a guy, like, like, and you're probably not going to do it with, with McDavid, but, I mean, still, you, you, you step up to make the play on a pull RV. Connor McDavid <laughs> takes that space behind you. Uh, that, that's, that's an easy two-on-one two play. So um, they, they have to be really careful tonight and kind of pl- playing that more positional style of play and being a little less aggressive on the puck. Well, it's going to be really exciting, no question. Toronto Maple Leafs against the Edmonton Oilers. Two dynamic teams with dynamic players. Goaltending is going to be solid. Uh, defense is always going to be suspect when you have this kind of offensive power. And here's a really good point by Marty Roberts. Uh, the Leafs have to clean up their third periods. Like They've they've given away 4-1, 3-1 leads. Um, <clears throat> why is it? Why do they fall? You know, they get up 4-1, they look like world beaters, and all of a sudden it looks like they almost lose their focus and and get out of that that game they need to do to be a shutdown team. And that's not good leading, obviously, into the playoffs. We still are only, you know, just a bit over the quarter of the way. But that you need to really clean up and tighten up if you're going to be a solid uh, playoff team. Yeah, and a lot of it comes down to the mental toughness of this team. Uh, you know, we, we, we've seen them when, when the game gets when the game gets tough and the game gets physical. 
the, the leads kind of back down a little bit. So uh, they, they really have to kind of keep that pressure on, keep playing that physical game. And I mean, they, they, they do need to kind of get, get up early. And we, we've seen the same thing with Edmonton. Uh, when they go down early, uh, they're, they're, they're only seven and seven when getting up the first goal of the game. So uh, th- th- that's be a big thing to watch tonight. And, they're kind of on the same boat in that in that kind of respect. Well, you know what? We haven't even talked about the Edmonton Oilers and the, all the uh, all the troubles and tri- trials and tribulations they've had. You know, they're only they've lost five in a row, so they're back down to earth. Four and six in their last ten. After McDavid, Drysaitel, Pulvarvi, and now without Hyman, their offense struggles if they don't get uh, McDavid and Drysaitel to to take over. And of course, uh, certainly. Uh, Nugent Hopkins has had a fairly decent uh, season. Hey, I know your father's coming. A great point, Kerry. It's endemic. Think Boston Bruins in the playoffs. No question. They need they need to tighten up that 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 uh, third period. But and I think that's where tonight we're going to see the Edmonton Oilers smell. I don't want to say blood, but I think they have this opportunity to get out of the woes of four and six and put on a heck of a show. And of course, agreed, uh, Jordan, from your dad, mental toughness absent. I agree with that. And that's what happens a lot of times when you lose in the third period. You're tired. Things aren't going your way. You don't have that toughness and you kind of lose focus. The Edmonton Oilers are very similar there. Yeah, and just, just kind of touch on the, on that that Boston uh, that Boston point my dad made. I mean, we look at all these teams that have done well in the playoffs recent memory: Boston, Tampa Bay. They all have loaded defensive cores that they're built from the bottom out. This least team is very much built from that top that top uh, forward line uh, down, and you know they're going to get caught on certain situations. And maybe maybe tonight's a good example of that. Well, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, the Toronto Maple Leafs are in Edmonton. Uh, I know uh, when I talked to Gene, the, the city is electric. Even though we have this negative cloud over us with COVID right at this moment, the city is so excited when Toronto comes to town. And they are one of those teams uh, coming into uh, a, um, they're one of the original six. Uh, so it really adds the excitement uh, to it. Of course, tomorrow we are on together uh, lunch with Gucci and friends at the bottom line, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Do not miss it because Paul Rosen will join us. Paul will tell you why he's been absent a little bit. He's been working on a book. It's called Never Give Up. And of course, Roger Lajoie wrote it along with all the stories from Paul Rosen. You do not want to miss the interview that we'll have with him tomorrow. So it's that time. It's Gooch Live prediction time. And I'm going to go to you. And I know Jordan, your father's on. Let's see what his prediction is. Robert Wine, Marty Roberts. Let's uh, throw some predictions at us as we go through ours. Jordan, it's your time. Um, I'm going to go 5-3 for the Oilers. Uh, you know, we said earlier this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, the, the, the offenses are going to dominate. So uh, expect a high, a, definitely a high-scoring game at the very least. But I, I am definitely leaning towards Edmonton coming oh. off the, the, this little three, four day break they've had. Jordan, you took my score. So, but then Marty Roberts pops <laughs> in. Uh, he's got, uh, I think it said four, three there, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah. And then your dad pops in and he says, all pretty five, similar. 
too. Uh, I I think we're weighing heavy. I can't go against the Edmonton Oilers. I'd love to kind of get into a little bit of rivalry here, but I do believe it's going to be a a goal uh, a game that uh, McDavid is going to shine. Uh, your dad's saying four points. I, I'm thinking that I think they're going to light him up. I think we're going to see a six a six three game. I think the Edmonton right. Oilers put some numbers up. I think uh, McDavid comes out with a hat trick. I think Drysdale's got two, and then we've got our buddy uh, overtime, Robert Wine. So it's a it's a clear it's a family slate. affair. You got it. Everybody's in it. All right, Jordan, thank you so much for producing the show. Really looking forward to tomorrow as we go down to the bottom line. And we do our three-camera shoot. We're still in, you know, we're kind of a rookie right now. We're just going through warm-up. We're going to do a great job. Let's call it that we're in the pregame or the preseason, and we are going to be ready for that December 23rd. It is going to be rock solid. We will be ready because the Toronto Maple Leafs will be back in Toronto. We hope playing uh, back at the Scotiabank Center. Thanks, Jordan. Hey, always a pleasure. Hey, always pivoting, always having fun doing what we do. It's Gooch Live brought to you by those good people at the Hockey News and, of course, Fired Up Network. Listen, check it out tomorrow, noon. Do not miss it. Paul Rosen will be here. Never give up. Brought to you by Hockey News. You've been listening to Gooch Live with your host, Kerry Goulet, better known as The Gooch, brought to you by the Hockey News and Sports Illustrated.